From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 227 for the week of December 5th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, Tony Spatel, and our special guest, Nicole Blake. In this week's show, Nicole joins Nancy for the last part in her Healthier Choices series, and Tony talks San Diego in our final SoCal 101 segment. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Dizboard's Thread of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hey. Hello. Hey there, hi there, hi there. Did everyone have an awesome Thanksgiving? We did. Yes, it was very nice. And very you? Yummy. I did. We were at Disneyland, and so we had. Tur- tur- my son had turducken for his Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner. Did he like it? Yeah, he did. He actually, he actually, it was very good. I guess I didn't try it, but he he enjoyed it. I mean, we kind of played with all the sides because he's a kid. He doesn't want, I think it was Brussels sprouts or something like that. But love Brussels sprouts. He's a kid. He doesn't like Brussels sprouts. So we got green beans and he ate the green beans. So it was really nice. We had it was it was not that busy at all in the parks and. Where did you have your Thanksgiving meal at? Uh, just drop in Jess Kitchen. Yummy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then actually, we you know we waited until early in the week to book anything. So that was basically the only nice place that was available for lunch. I mean, there were places available for dinner. But we we were gonna head out after lunch, so we did that. Um, we also went to Knott's Berry Farm, which was kind of fun. We went to Knott's Berry Farm on Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, housekeeping item about the veterans and and or the the military personnel and the uh, law enforcement personnel. The, you know, the, they just started now where you can get it, where they can get in for free. They can also bring a guest. But the, the new information is that you don't have to go to the ticket booth. You don't have to do anything in advance. You go right to the turnstile, show your badge or show your ID. They'll stamp your hand and you're into the park. Wow. Yeah. That's it's just great. like instantaneous. So there's no, no, no preparation, no waiting in the lines for the ticket booths or anything like that. Unless you're adding additional people at the discount. But if it's just you and your, and your guests that are both for free, you just go right to the turnstile and, and you're in the park for free. Is it, is, is it one military person and one guest? Correct. One person, military okay. person, one guest or one law enforcement and one guest. Yes. And then they can get additional people at a additional fee, uh, discounted fee, discounted rate. So it's really nice. We had a great time. Saw some of the Christmas stuff. Saw the ice ice show and ice ice show. Ice ice, ice show. Right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Oh my! It's so vanilla. It's, yes, it's. <laughs> I'm so there. I didn't know that they're bringing yeah, yeah, you know, you, ice you back or not. Like, yeah, missed it. Yes. <laughs> no? Any, anything else in housekeeping before we, we start wrapping? Uh, yes. Yes, go ahead, Tony. But I don't remember if I said this two weeks. Well, probably excuse did. me, last week. Um, 
that Roscoe's is getting built? That yeah, you talked about that. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, you did. Then, um, all right, it's not housekeeping anymore. Cool. Awesome. Never Michael. mind. <laughs> Michael, you got anything? I have a few, okay, a few short ones. Um, I finally made it to Disneyland and saw the Christmas events. And, you know, I went in thinking, oh, it's going to be the same old, same old kind of thing. I was really pleasantly surprised. Uh, they, they've, done, they've done some nice additions. I thoroughly enjoyed the Viva Navidad street show. I think that is absolutely one of the best street shows they've done in a long time. Wow. I mean, it's just festive and happy and cheerful and and a huge cast for this this street show i mean it's this for me this is like a not miss if anybody is going yeah it's not like a throwaway street show you would normally see no not at all i hate using that term but yeah that's that's what we would normally it's not it's not um phineas and ferb no, no, yes. which I saw for the first time <laughs> all the way through. And, um, I, it was, actually I did quite a few fir- first things. I rode that awful golden zephyr or whatever it's called. And, um, but, uh, and, and again, it just solidified the fact that all those rides need to be torn down. But, um, but I saw that and I also saw World of Color Winter Dreams. I went to the annual pass holder event and I got my free little ornament. And and so which which was pretty. I mean, there's nothing special to it really, but it's nice. And then when I went for the annual event, I had such a fantastic view. I had the best spot. Notice how I'm leading up to something that's going to be tragic, and um, it's it's starting out so well. Well, then they started out with that coral, that you know that coral sort of intro, mm-hmm. and then. I don't know what happened. Their little Windows program froze or something what? for World of Color. No. Totally froze. And so it, they shut it Did down. Did you get the ring of death? <laughs> I don't know what we got. You know, the blue screen of death? Yeah, the blue screen of death. <laughs> <laughs> the blue water screen of death came up. And then, um, so then we waited and waited and waited, and we got all the fancy little recordings that they could drum up. And then, and then they brought up the park lights, and there was a big groan. And then they they shut everything down again, started it up. We got to that same exact place in the chorus, and sure enough, it all shut down again, froze and oh, shut down. That's horrible. Oh, I know. And then, so then they canceled it outright. So then I went over to the to I, I met up with my friend who um was going to watch the fireworks, which got canceled at Disneyland due to high winds. But I, I saw the tree lighting ceremony, which I had never seen before. Are and you talking about the one on Buena Vista Street? No, the one at Disneyland. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had no idea there was a tree lighting ceremony. So, you know, it's short, but it, it's nice. It? Yes, I was, yes. <laughs> but, you know, it's nice. It's not bad. So I saw World of Color Winter Dreams the second um, night I was there, and everything worked this time around. And, you know, there's people, there's fantastic people, and there's World of Color people. And I'm more of a fantastic person. Uh, um, I, I don't quite get the hype of World of Color, even though I think it's a nice show. I really enjoyed World Winter Winter Dreams. Um, I thought, I don't know what they've done. I thought it, it was easier to see the um, 
yeah, the projections. They, well, they replaced, um, I think they replaced the projectors. Did they? Yeah. And that, that made all the difference. Yeah. And I, the only thing is, you know, a little Olaf goes a long way for me. <laughs> and there's, there's a lot of Olaf in this show. And, but, but I Here's what really, my wife said. She's like, we can, why don't you get rid of all the other stuff? Let's just make it an Olaf sing-along. I'm like, and that's why you're not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed Winter Dreams. Um, a much, I enjoyed it more than I did the standard World of Color show. I went and, to Michael. Um, you know, uh, you know, there, you know, except, you know, if they found a new host next year in, in place of Olaf, like bring back prep and landing, uh, I, I would be thrilled, but really nice. And I just thought overall, you know, I came out of where, where did you stand? To um, see I, I was back in the blues section again. I was nowhere. I, I was Were in the yellow section. Were you able to section. see all the effects that they did? I saw a lot of them. I, I, I would think, but oh, and the effects blew me away. The, the, the I mean, they, you know, with the the sparkles and and all of that, which has always been my favorite well, effect. Because I was, um, I saw some. Because I saw I've, I saw it the meet the opening night, but then I saw it again. Oh gosh, this weekend. When, uh, Saturday. Let's see. Which Saturday was it? Saturday night I saw it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Hmm? Um, and I saw things I hadn't seen before because before I was way up close or like second level and this time I was further back mm-hmm. and during the the um, tangled segment they the they have these spotlights that like cross above you mm-hmm. that I hadn't seen before like searchlights but then at the very end with the snowflakes the snowflakes I was trying oh to figure out how God. they did that I know. It's amazing. They're, they, have, they didn't have that the first night, the snowflakes, because I don't remember anything about there being snowflakes that first night. So what's what are you guys talking they about? They have real large snowflakes that float up into the sky, sort they're, of like wow. those frozen, those big frozen snowflakes from they're the like, film. They're like, what, a foot across maybe? Yeah. Oh, uh, my I mean, gosh. I don't yeah. know if there may be soap bubbles or what they are, but... I don't know because they seem pretty solid because some of them fell back to the ground. Okay. So I don't know what they are, but it's amazing. It reminded me almost of the lanterns from Tangled, except they were snowflakes. That's how they, that's how they, that's how they, that's how they floated up, like the lanterns in Tangled. And it was, it was kind of cool because they weren't all the same. Mm hmm. Yeah, that was really amazing. It really was. Spoilers, but. That was, I just had to talk about that. Yeah. And I also thought the lights on it, the exterior of It's a Small World seemed brighter, but that might have been my imagination. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I also... Just been, you're filled with the holiday spirit, Michael. Per, perhaps, and cookies. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, I saw Mickey's Magical Map, which I see every time I go now. Uh-huh. It's one of my, you know, we always talk about must-sees, and There's I enjoy seeing new, that show. There? There's a couple of new things. Remember what? during... During um, the Hawaiian roller coaster ride segment, mm-hmm. we all mm-hmm. talked about how curious it was that they didn't have Stitch, whereas they have the characters in all right. of those similar sections. Stitch is in it now. Oh, my Stitch. gosh. I was really, really surprised. That, that must have been the first weekend. He was in the show, and he dances along, you know, in, in the routine and all of that. So, um, so that's nice. 
So and Disney listened to you then when you spoke they on listened podcast to us. about that. What are you that? talking about? Yes, yes yeah, we all us. commented on that. And also, Mickey has a new costume. At the end, when he comes out, he's now in a map maker's costume rather Ooh. than his sorcerer apprentice costume. Wow. So, so that's, so that's that. So those are, that's sort of my impressions of Design at Christmas. It really, um, really worth going. If, if, you know, for anybody that says, oh, I'm not going to go this year because it's the same old, same old, I really think it's worth going this year to see it. They, there's some new things there that are worth seeing. I'm and, so glad you were able to go because it's, I, for some reason this year, Disney's just infused with the holiday spirit, right? Yeah, yeah. Although, did the decorations in New Orleans Square seem a little more low-key this year? It's been like you? that for a long time now. Has it? The, yeah, the, remember the croc that they used to have up there? Yeah, yeah. So, so it just, they've... It just seems down. like there's less. Uh, and maybe, yeah, I don't know why. But, you know, I wasn't... I don't think I was there last year for Christmas. But I'm trying to convince my wife when we drive our son and granddaughter back to San Diego after Christmas this year that we actually stop off at Disneyland for a couple of days. <laughs> so we're negotiating. We're negotiating right now because I just was so blown away by a couple of things there. Um, I saw Frozen this weekend past with my wife and really terrific film. We really enjoyed it. Uh, again, um, you know, when you see this film, when, when you see the trailers and all the commercials, you think, oh my gosh, Olaf must be the star of this movie. Um, Olaf is a minor character in this film, which is, you know, and actually, if they removed him from the film, there wouldn't be a significant impact to it. So for those of you that think, oh dear lord, I don't want to see any more of this little snowman, you really don't have to worry too much about him. Um, He's so cute in the story. I, you know, I, I I find him a little obnoxious. I have to tell you. He made more sense <laughs> after seeing the whole story. He made more sense. Yeah, yeah, and you know that he's in there because it's for merchandising. They needed something for marketing, and I think they needed something for the boys Mr. too. Yeah. I know, I am, for but jokes. you know, but you know, it, 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 besides the story, Sven. The story, I, th- I don't think the little, well yes, Sven the reindeer. Actually, Love Sven. We, we have a stuffed Sven. I picked one up at Disneyland. Oh. We, have, we have a bunch of stuffed Lily reindeer. desperately wants one of those. And, and in fact, she just walked into the room right now during a recording and, and she heard me say Sven and she went, <gasps> We have a bunch of stuffed reindeer and, and all that in front of our um, fireplace hearth. We have a raised hearth. And um, so Sven is our newest um, reindeer in uh-huh. there. But the now, story of um, you know Anna and Elsa is—it's a really sweet story. It's a lovely—it's a lovely story. But what really got my attention was the animation. I mean, Disney has really stepped it up. When you think of where computerized animation was 10, 15 years ago with those early Pixar films, and j- just look at Kristoff, one of the main male characters. Look at the expression on his face throughout oh, this so film. The, the, the nuances uh, yeah. of his expressions, it, they're remarkable. Um, you forget this is computer-generated. I was just going to say that. Usually I watch the computer-generated um, animation movies, mm-hmm. and I it's distracting to me because I keep thinking this is they look like big bubble plastic figures. But this um, went to the next step beyond. 
as far as the artistic absolutely quality and, of the film. And when I was at Disneyland last weekend, um, a lot of little girls in Anna costumes. Mm-hmm. That was really, great, wasn't yeah. it? It was. And, you know, it's a lovely costume. So, And not inexpensive because we've already looked it up to get it for our <laughs> granddaughter, and they are not cheap. But they're beautiful costumes. And oh, yeah, the green one? The, with the, with the cape? Yeah, what they call her coronation dress. Well, that's I think that's Elsa's. Um, I'm no, that's Anna's. Her. Anna's is green that has green stripes on it. That's not the Skirt. one I'm seeing the little girls wear. So. Oh, you're seeing the Disney Store one, which is her adventuring costume. Yes, oh, they that's don't the one. sell that one at the park, by uh, the way. Yeah, the little girls are are definitely wearing them in the parks. Well, so, speaking of, speaking of Frozen, Wes got to try out the ice rink the other day too. Oh, did he like it? No, he hated it. His the, his feet were hurting, I guess, from being in the parks all day. And <laughs> but so I think it wasn't, gave, it wasn't good timing. I found <laughs> out that the um, ice rink is put on by the same one that does the ice rink. In downtown Los Angeles, which is different than the company last year. So it's, it's a different company. And, and because I was thinking about, they did a much better job this year on the Winter Village and on the ice skating rink itself because it's outdoors instead of being covered up. And it could be because it's a different company. Yeah. It's really and cool. My, Any of the housekeeping? I do. Okay. Make it quick. Remember. Remember how I completely botched the whole patch, package pickup thing last week? <laughs> I tried to block it out. Yes. Yep. Anyway, I... Unless I something. edited that out, but I don't think I did. I don't think you did. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> so I was reading something or other, and over at California Venture, we talked about you could drop off your package. Interestingly enough, the package drop-off is in Elias and Company. I saw this. And the pickup is at Five and Dime. So I thought that was interesting that they put the drop-off in the hub so that you didn't have to walk all the way to the very front of the park. That makes it convenient. drop it off. So anyway, I thought that... Before we get into news, let's talk real quick with our guest, Nicole Blake, from the Arizona state of Arizona. What the hell was that? From Arizona. And she is trying to get together a meet for Give Kids the World. Yay. In her fair yep. state. Tell us, tell us what's yeah. going on. Give us an update. Well, um, I've heard from some people on the okay. biz. They've messaged me and, you know, I've gotten back to them and I'm, kind of waiting for people to get back to me. It's it's a strange time of year with the holidays, right. so I'm not expecting a whole lot right now. I'm really hoping that after the new year we can pick this thing up and run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been hoping, you know, my head I had here, October is a fabulous time of year okay. because the weather is perfect. Okay. It's not the blazing heat of the summer. Monsoons are over, so it's dry. And yet it's not cool. It's not cooled off yet. It's still in like the low 80s. It's just such a pretty time of year. Okay. And then I heard on oh the Orlando show a couple weeks ago that I think it was the New England meet decided to move theirs uh-huh. to like the first week of October. And I was like, no. <laughs> but then, then I thought about it and I thought, you know, maybe the end of October would be even better because you could maybe incorporate Halloween into the meet and maybe make a costume contest you know, maybe one of the fundraising events. Um, there's several great ideas 
going around right now. Um, some people have gotten in touch with me about some of the information they have about we have a, it's a theme park of sorts called Old Tucson, and they do a lot of filming there. Um, I don't know if you remember the old Western McClintock with mm-hmm. John Wayne. That was filmed in Old Tucson. And in the 90s, there was a TV show called The Young Writers, and that was filmed by, by Old Tucson. Um, and they have a lot of events at this place, and I thought that would be a great a great place to go. We're also looking at possibly renting out. There is a theater in Tucson called the Gaslight Theater, and it's kind of like a melodrama. I don't know if you've been to the Hoop-Dee-Doo Review. It's very similar to that. Only dinner isn't included. You kind of, they serve it, but you have to order it off a menu. Um, but it's very similar in style. It's a musical. It's kind of westerny and everyone's really talented, but it's very campy and melodrama. And we thought, I thought that would be a great thing there. You can rent out the theater for a night. I'm kind of thinking about that as well. So I'm really looking. I've got all these ideas. I have nowhere, no idea really where to begin. So I'm just really looking for some support. People, we can go around town together and, and kind of figure out kind of the best thing to do and someone to help me work the numbers because I'm I'm an idea person. I'm not great with numbers. So um, that would be a huge help. Anybody who knows anything about that, I could really use that kind of help. Um yeah, I think I think we could do something really fun. It could be really themed, and I don't know. I've not been to any of the other meets. They're all so far away. But I don't know how themed they are, and I think we could do something really different. And um, we also have a really great children's hospital here in Tucson, and I thought maybe getting them involved might be fun. So um, kind of bring the charity closer to home because I think – I think on the East Coast they have a, the benefit of it of it being closer to home. I think there's more of a connection mm-hmm. to the charity, and here it's nobody's ever heard of it. And it would be great to find a connection to kind of bring bring the fact that yes, it's in Florida, but it can affect us here. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be I think we could do a lot of good, a lot of good for kids, kids the world. And I know there's a lot of a lot of people here who are about philanthropy and giving back to the community. Right. You know, we also have a great artisan community, so I'm really hoping, um, really hoping maybe to get some donations through them as well. So that's kind of where we're at. It looks so like I'm, I'm looking at, I'm the, hoping... at, the, at the list, and it looks like other than the New England meet in October, the, fall's wide, the fall is wide open. Oh, yeah, that's, that's... I, everything back east starts getting kind of chilly yeah. in the fall, so I'm thinking that could really be to our be to our benefit. Yep. Like I said, if we could maybe throw in a costume contest, how fun would that be? Oh, that would be so. Fun. <laughs> you know, I don't know how Disney we can make this. You know, if this is going to be something we're going to have to really appeal to the locals for, and and dial down the Disney aspect. Um, but. You know, that's why I'm looking for some support and for some for some help because I'm kind of torn on some, some things. I've got some places to start. You know, I'll give kids the world. I'm asking for their fundraising packet, and I left a message. Haven't heard anything yet. Um, going to wait till tomorrow, and then if not, I'll try them again for that. Um, I do have to say, and I want to 
give a big thank you to some of the people from Nova Scotia and New England who put together the meets there. They've been fabulous about getting in touch with me and giving me their perspective on kind of where to start. And that, awesome, that's folks. wonderful to have their support. So, yeah, I'd, I'd really love to get this thing going. This has been in my head for so long, and Give Kids the World is something that touches me very deeply. And um, and I think this would be fabulous. So I'm, I'm just really hoping to get get some help so I don't screw it up. Wow, well, come on. <laughs> if we raise a dollar, it won't so. be, I mean, you know. Yeah. Anything, yeah, anything that we can raise. Yeah, and you know, anything's better than nothing. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not looking to make a million here for for Give Kids the World, although that would be great too. Yeah. But I just, you know, I don't, I don't know where to begin. I've never right. done anything like this before, so any help would be really appreciated. All right, listeners, if and you're like out I there, said, give give Nicole some help on this. Yeah, and I'm willing to wait till after the new year because that still gives us a good ten months. Uh-huh. to put this together. So I know it's a weird time of year, but at least get in touch. And there's a Facebook page. Um, I put it on the thread. So there's a Facebook page if it's easier for you to get in touch that way. Um, What's I'll your screen name on the board? My screen name on the board is nblake05. Okay. So they, if you want to private message her on the board, you can do that. Yep. Otherwise, we always, have, we always have a link to the thread on the show notes page so you can find her there. Yep, you can find me. I'm always around. Awesome. So, thank you. <laughs> awesome. Okay, anybody else? Any more housekeeping good? No? No? Good. Okay. Oh, wait. Stay through the end of the credits of Frozen. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> oh, we God. also didn't mention the Mickey Mouse short at the beginning of the movie. Oh, oh yeah. That was it's the black. coolest thing ever. It, it's very clever. Kelly yeah. and I were... First of all, we were really happy, and, and again, we're trying not to do spoilers, but we thought, oh, that's so cool that they're showing us a classic, and then stuff happened. Mm-hmm. It was just and, really cool. But what is nice, the classic portion, um, Mickey Mouse is voiced by Walt Disney. And it, was, was, and it was very poignant since, you know, Walt, I saw it the week after Walt Disney's daughter passed away, so I don't know. It made it somehow that much more touching, I guess. Okay, <laughs> let's head over to Tony with the news. Okay, Knott's Berry Farm has unveiled major revamps to Camp Snoopy and the Calico Mine Ride. Knott's Berry Farm recently unveiled two major projects for 2014, revitalization of Camp Snoopy, so it's ready for its 30th anniversary celebration, and an all-encompassing refurbishment complete with new state-of-the-art animatronic figures and enhanced scenery for the Calico Mine Ride, which was the Buena Park theme park's first major attraction. The projects are scheduled to be completed by early next summer. Camp Snoopy and Calico Mine Ride have delighted guests for decades and are classics that families come back time and again to experience together, says Rafi Caprillin, Knott's Berry Farms Vice President and General Manager, in a statement. The revitalization of these areas will once again demonstrate our commitment to Knott's heritage and will preserve these experiences for a new generation, for a new generation of guests to enjoy. The Calico Mine Ride, which was designed by industry pioneer Bud Hurlbut, opened in November 1960, carrying riders aboard train cars through dimly lit tunnels of what appears to be a working gold mine. The seven stories tall ride still carries more than one million guests a year. 
It will go down in January when the attraction closes for the comprehensive restoration by Knopf Design and production team in partnership with Garner Holt Productions, which brought award-winning enhancements to the Timber Mountain Log Ride this year. New audio, lighting, special effects, and more than 50 new state-of-the-art animatronic figures will be part of the revamp. It's our company's top priority to preserve and enhance the original story of the working gold mine deep in the heart of the Old West, says company founder Gardner. I'm having troubles reading. Says company founder Garner Holt in the not statement. <laughs> I just let the cat out of the bag. I read these. Um, these no aren't way. off the top of my head. Yeah. The Calico Mine Ride will be filled with lifelike sounds and motion while maintaining the uniquely authentic feel of the attraction as designed by Knott's and industry legend Bud Hurlbut. So, there you go. It's mostly about the, um, the article's mostly about the Calico Mine Ride, but Knott's again continues to put money into their yeah. attractions. And, and, and I think they did a good job with the, the log ride, don't you think, Mary Jo? Oh, yeah, they did a great job with the log ride. So I'm I, I'm actually, I actually like that log ride. It's, my, my son thinks it's kind of cheesy with all the, the, the weird figures, but... I, I like it. It's a fun ride. I mean, it's fast. It yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I was, I've been waiting for them to redo... After what I saw them do with the log ride, I thought, okay, they're going to redo the mine train. Yeah, we actually rode the mine train. We actually rode the log ride and the mine train last weekend, and... Mine train's kind of fun. I mean, it's it. We had. I, I think they need to upgrade the sound because we couldn't understand anything the 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 guy the employee was saying on the on the speaker. But it was it's still a fun fun ride. Um, also, uh, probably first of the year, we'll, maybe we can get somebody from Knots to come on and give us some more details when they when they finally figure out not figure out but when they announce. More oh, details for really Camp, nice. Camp Snoopy and things like that. So, be looking for that in the new year. Okay, our second story: Disney Angels and the Anaheim Ducks are going to give three million dollars to youth programs. Disneyland Resort, the Angels and the Ducks say they are banding together to distribute three million dollars in grants over the next three years, aimed at bolstering services for Anaheim youth. Dubbed Accelerate Change Together for Anaheim, or Act Anaheim. The philanthropic collaboration marks the first time that the three companies most synonymous with this city are working together on a single project, organizer said. I think there's always been a shared coordination in terms of organizations we support or trying to get insight from each other. But I think this is the first time we've really come together in terms of being proactive and coordinating something as a single effort, said Wendy Arciero, Director of Community Relations for the Ducks in the Honda Center. Grants will range from $100,000 to $250,000. The $3 million is largely viewed as seed money with the anticipation that other companies will donate to help the pot of money grow and last well into the future, said Shelley Haas, president of the Orange County Community Foundation, which is managing the effort. We're making significant investments to a small number of groups, Haas said. Programs aimed at Anaheim's youth are falling short, according to a $50,000 study released this year by the Anaheim Community Foundation and funded by the Disneyland Resort. Long waiting lists, abbreviated operating hours, and a failure to reach out to teens were cited among the biggest problems for youth programs citywide. In the meantime, crime and gang activity continued to rise. The study will be used to determine how the grants will be spent on groups attempting to fill the gaps. Disney had already donated $250,000 to launch new programs tied to the study. We provided the roadmap through the assessment, and the organizations will now help us find the solutions to fill those gaps by building their capacity and increasing collaboration with schools. The city and other nonprofits, said Jill Bolton, Director of Community Relations for the Disneyland Resort, 
Michael Baker, executive director for the Boys and Girls Club of Anaheim, said he plans to apply for a grant so he can provide transportation to youth attending the club center. It doesn't surprise me that those three groups would want to get together to make an impact on this community, said Baker, noting the charity work the trio has done in Anaheim. The fact they want to take it to a whole new level makes it so much more exciting. Awesome. We all love it so much that we just were... We just, uh, it just, it it leaves us speechless. (laughs) You know it. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Doug. That's the news. Thank you, sir. Time for rapid fires, Michael. Well, so long, Disney Soda Fountain. Hello, Ghirardelli Chocolate Company. So, so, oh, I'm sad to see the Disney Soda Fountain go. But I did get some Disney Soda Fountain logo wear on sale. Um, you know, well, there's I, always I got, an upside. Yes, yes, I got I got espresso cups or something like hot chocolate cups uh, at a greatly reduced price. Nice. Um, anyway, Ghirardelli Chocolate Company's partnered with the Walt Disney Studios El Capitan Theater to open the new Ghirardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop on Hollywood Boulevard. Um, this shop is the first of its kind in Los Angeles, and it, it features Ghirardelli's world-famous hot fudge sundaes, shakes, floats, and delicious assortments of chocolates and beautifully wrapped gifts. Since I was raised in San Francisco, I grew up with Ghirardelli's and going down to the chocolate factory, so I, I definitely enjoy their hot fudge sundaes. To, so to uh, celebrate their opening on November 22nd, Ghirardelli Chocolate and Disney featured a specially created Sunday treat for the um, new animated film Frozen, and the chocolate company plans to create original ice cream Sundays for select film releases in the Woo-hoo. future. So families and movie lovers from all over can come to the El Capitan, see a great Disney movie, and enjoy a memorable, delicious after-movie treat. Yep. And we're thrilled to welcome Ghirardelli Chocolate Company to Hollywood, Ghirardelli Chocolate and a Disney movie at the El Cap. How sweet it is, says Lyle Breer, <laughs> Senior Vice President, Worldwide that Special Events like for Walt Disney all. Studios Motion Pictures. I know. And just like you can at California Adventure, you get a, you can go in and get a complimentary sample of their Ghirardelli Squares chocolate. Ooh. And... Um, so anyway, so the new soda fountain and chocolate shop joins the existing Disney Studio store, and they still sell all of their merchandise and everything there. The Ghirardelli Chocolate Company is the manufacturer and marketer of premium chocolate products. The company recently celebrated 160 years of chocolate making. So, so Michael, they're going to offer free chocolate on Hollywood Boulevard. That's right. I wonder how oh, long that's going to last. <laughs> I have the munchies. Let's go over to the <laughs> Hey, man, I'm excited. It's only like five to ten minutes from my house. <laughs> New place to take the girls. Awesome. I, and I think it's probably a better fit for the El Capitan Theater because as a sandwich shop, I think it, the studio, I think it was too small for it, a ice It cream was shop, and the food wasn't size. good. Yeah, uh, the studio store kept encroaching on the soda fountains. I hope they get pushed mm-hmm. back a little. Yeah. And I, I have one more short one. This is actually for our Sacramento area listeners. This also <laughs> is uh, so for you and your wife. 
<laughs> no, we have a lot of listeners. I, I want you to know when I saw Frozen, I got recognized by one of our listeners nice. in my in my town in the theater lobby. So oh, I've got nice. to start. I've got to start carrying buttons now yes. wherever I go. Everywhere you go. I know. I feel terrible. So a shout out to Sally Lindstrom, one nice. of our one of our dizzers. But uh, anyway, um, no, we actually do have quite a few listeners in the Sacramento area. But anyway, at at the Sacramento downtown holiday ice rink, there is a Disney themed skate night at the ice rink. It's actually today. <laughs> or this evening, and it's hi- it's also highlighted with the appearance of guest DJ Sean Slaughter, spinning oh, holiday yeah, tunes and other goodies. <laughs> so there's also going to be a local food truck, the Saka Tomatoes. It's a new truck from the folks at Wicked Witch and Broderick's Restaurant and Bar. <laughs> so what they they encourage you to dress in themed attire like your Mickey ears or Disneyland and Disney apparel, and that includes superheroes. Um, tickets are $8, skate rentals $2, but you get free skate rentals if you come dressed in a Disney-themed costume. <laughs> and um yeah, so anyway, so it's it's December 5th. It's um, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. It's at St. Rose of Lima Park at 7th Street and K Street next to the um, Cathedral of the Blessed Sacrament in Sacramento. So so put on your Disney duds and go for a spin around the turn ring. Off, turn off the podcast and run over there now. <laughs> and then listen to us later. <laughs> Anything Disney going on in, in Tucson, Nicole? No, people, I think, are just really excited about the movie. Um, Have you seen it You have to understand, the area I live in, the average age is, I think, 72. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, it's south of Tucson. It's like, we're kind of right adjacent to, like, this retirement community. And, yeah, so they're not too into Disney. It's more (laughs) golf. When Disney puts out a really good golf movie, then there I think we we'll, we'll have nice. something down here. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm it for the Disney the Disney fans. You, Although, the Disney fan. um, I went to this little Mexican takeout place and um, and I saw a girl. She had the same purse and wallet I had. We both got them in the park, <laughs> and. We were like, oh, my God, when did you get yours? And she's like, I got mine a couple months ago. So did I. And we had this moment, and then we Aww. showed each other our Disney tattoos, and now we're friends on Facebook. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> Disney, Disney brings people together yep, even down here. Yeah, nice. Hey, did any of you get a free Jingle Cruise poster when no. you were in the park? No. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, I got one when I was there last week. They were giving them out at the Jingle Cruise. I heard they so ran how did out it look? very quickly. They're really nice. They are on thick cardstock, and they—they're the Jingle Cruise poster that they, you know, have up at, in the park when you enter. Oh, those are oh. nice. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. You know, it's not that size; it's smaller, right. but it's a—it's a—it's a good-sized poster. Nice. I'm gonna have to go yeah. during the week. All right, Mary Jo. Over at the Walt Disney Studios, they're having another event. This one is Saving Mr. Banks special event. This one's really cool, and I actually got tickets to it. The Walt Disney Studios is offering guests a special event in celebration of the upcoming release of Saving Mr. Banks. The event gives guests the chance to see the film in the theater on the Walt Disney Studios lot in Burbank 
and then an opportunity to walk in Walt's footsteps on a tour of the lot. The limited engagement features one show each night at 7 p.m., runs from December 13th through December 19th. Tickets are $50 each, and we will have a link in our show notes to this um, site that I'm quoting that has a, a link to the website to purchase the tickets. The walk, the walk-in Walt's Footsteps Tour after the reserve seating screening includes photo opportunities with Mickey Mouse, Mary Poppins, and Bert, and a chance to see sets from Saving Mr. Banks, such as the Walt Disney's office and Mary Poppins' um, author P.L. Travers' home. Guests will also visit the Walt Disney Animation Building and Legends Plaza to see the many historical plaques, including Walt Disney, Dick Van Dyke, Julie Andrews, and many more. Guests will also receive a 50th anniversary Mary Poppins DVD. Ooh, I didn't know that. Guests will also receive a 50, um, 50th anniversary Mary Poppins DVD. So I'll be there Tuesday, December 17th. Hope to see some people there. I'll have pins with me. But <laughs> um, So it's on the weekend and going through that week, December 13th through the 19th. Cool. That sounds neat. If anybody has the, when they did the anniversary soundtrack, for Mary Poppins that they released. It was a double set. They had actual recordings from the meetings P.L. Travers had oh when, they, when they were um, going over the script. And she is just as cantankerous as you've heard. And we heard it, some of those at the expo. They're yeah. funny. Yeah, they're hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But but anybody who wants to see Saving Mr. Banks, if you, if, you might want to listen to those just to sort of get a feel for what it was really like in those meetings. <laughs> I want to I want to listen to it after I see the movie. <laughs> I think. Thank you, Mary Jo. I will go next. Make the holidays brighter for children in need throughout Orange County by supporting Toys for Tots and donating a new unwrapped toy at several locations throughout Downtown Disney and the Disneyland Resort hotels now through December 14th. Also, uh, U.S. Marine Corps Reserves and Anaheim Fire and Rescue will be on hand uh, both December 7th and the 14th from 11.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. near the ESPN zone to collect toys. Uh, there are, I think, eight or nine locations throughout downtown Disney that's collecting toys. So if you are in the area for the holidays or this, the uh, first part of December, Go to go to World of Disney or something, pick up a $10 toy and drop it and help out Toys for Tots. And if you're not in the Disneyland area, support Toys for Tots in your area because it's a great organization. Nice. Yep. That's sure nice is. they're doing that. Yep. Uh, Nancy. Okay. Some upcoming merchandise events because you know how much we love to spend our money at Disneyland. Um the next one up is Precious Moments Dolls with uh, their artist, December 6th to 8th. Noah has a really cool piece. He's going to be um, showing his artist in residence at the Wonderground Gallery all month from the 6th to the 28th. Um, for you collector types, Jim Shore is uh, going to be in on December 7th and 8th. Um, Jim Shore is the one that has all those little folk arty kind of things. He's one of uh, my favorites. You know, I never could get into his stuff. Kind of like, um, whatchamacallit. Uh, for those of you who used to watch the, um, the, that one show on MTV, um, Cribs? DJ Polly D is in. No, not Cribs, uh, but, uh, <laughs> Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, 
he's in um, autographing uh, his new line of headphones at D Street. Um, lots more stuff. Are Dave Ovens Ovenzon? That David Avanzino can't say it today. He's going to be doing his cool letter plaques again, the 14th and the 15th. Um, and the Orlando team did a really nice uh, interview with him. Uh-huh. So check out their show. Uh, paper artist uh, Jackie Huang is, is the going interview to be... was actually live from the Disneyland or from the Disneyland Hotel. So. Oh, very good. <laughs> Not live. Yeah. Oh, you did the no. Pete did, did the interview, but I was there. Okay, well, there you go then. Um, and also December 14th and 15th, um, Jackie Huang um, will be at Wonderground, and she has these really cool paper ornaments and stuff. So that's kind of a little snapshot of what's going on this month. Of course, there is tons and tons of great stuff to buy there all the time. So there you go. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Tony. Okay, I'm going to make it quick because I know it's been a little bit longer. But um, we've been extra 14th, chatting, yes. Yes, okay. So, but my long rapid fire. Yes. When we our next episode, it's, I've got a long one. I'm just letting you know now. Well, if you if animals aren't enough for you, you can have breakfast with Santa at the San Diego Zufari Park on Saturday, December 14th, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Santa Claus is coming to the Safari Park, Milk and he wants to have breakfast with you and your family. Aww. So you can join Aww. them at the park's scenic Kilma Point for a bountiful breakfast buffet full of alliteration. With the jolly old elf himself. <laughs> Thank you for laughing. But the menu is not available yet. Ooh, is but, reindeer um, on the buffet menu? Yeah. Aww. Reindeer sausage. <laughs> Sven won't like you anymore, Michael. Uh, Twenty-two ninety-five for adults, fourteen ninety-five for children, ages three to eleven, plus tax and parking. Park ad- how about park admission? Or is Santa, it? And of course, I mean Santa does belong in a desk. African. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it goes around the world. Yes, it does. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. That will do it for rapid fire. Let's go to Mary Jo with our thread of the week. This week's thread comes from Jazzy Cats at Disneyland Resort or DLR. Uh-huh. Um, she comes from Modesto, California, and her thread is called "The Attraction." I'm sure this has been asked more than once before, but what is, in your opinion, the quintessential Disneyland attraction? Maybe it's not the best attraction, but to you, it just completes the park, and without it, Disneyland just wouldn't be the same. It can be a ride or a show. I have a feeling a lot of you are going to feel the same as me and choose Pirates of the Caribbean, and to me, it's the best. So I'm just going to go around the room and ask you guys. Start with Tom. The attraction, in your opinion? The railroad. The Disneyland Railroad? Okay, we'll call you Wayne. Yeah. Which one? I'm channeling channeling Wayne, yes. The main one? Yeah, 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 the Walt Disney. And why? The the Disneyland Railroad. Um, It's just, it just creates the atmosphere and and all, I don't know, it just creates atmosphere. Okay, cool. Nicole, what about you? What What do you think is... The attraction for you that in, um, that's is Disneyland for me. For me, it's Fantasmic. I, it's not the same if, it, if it's not showing when I'm there. It's just not the same experience. That's nice, Nancy. Yeah, Small World. 
Why? Because it's the Disney I remember when I was six. Aww. And, yeah. That long, Pretty much, yeah. Remember that long ago? Hmm? Um, and I'll, I'll just go on. Michael, what about you? What's to use the quintessential? I, it's funny. I was going to say it's a small world, but my other one that came to mind was the Tiki Room. Because of its history, the Walt's first um, audio animatronic attraction, but it's just magical. I mean, you know, and you walk in there and, you know, the birds and the tikis and everything just, and the flowers come to life. And to me, that, that's what Disney is all about, making the impossible possible. Awesome. Tony, what about you? I'm going to go out on a limb and stay Main Street, even though it's not really an attraction. I just think as soon as you walk in and you walk down there, you know you're transformed into Disney and Disneyland. So, yes, I'm going to say Main Street, even though it's not officially a ride. Okay. For me, um, since Parks has already been said, I'll say Haunted Mansion. And that's because of everything that went into the Haunted Mansion. Right. The, the story, everything. For Walt, everything was a story. All of the attractions while he was alive. And, and everything that you guys have said, there's a story to everything. And I think the Haunted Mansion does the same thing uh-huh. with that one. So, um, What's the consensus on the boards? Uh, gosh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Peter Pan's Flight, which uh-huh. for me as a kid, that was, right. again, storytelling. Um, Space Mountain. Uh-huh. It's a small world, believe it or not. People, and a lot of thumbs up for different ones that they, that people agree with. Um, a lot of pirates. Right. A lot of, it's a small world. Um, another one is Alice in Wonderland. Uh-huh. Um, Matterhorn is another one. I mean, all of these are great um, attractions. One of them is uh, Indiana Jones. And there's there's a few pages that go on to um, talk about the attractions. And I always like the posts that explain why they right. they pick them. So it's well, kind of a fun thread. You know, the, the reason I said railroad is it. You know, I kind of asked the question to myself differently. What What ride would make the most difference in Disneyland if it wasn't there. Well, that's a good one. When you, know you talk I mean? about the, the berm that they have that just right. separates, isolates yeah. Disneyland from the outside world, and then it gives you a taste of the different lands that you're going to be yeah. visiting throughout the day. Yeah. Plus the other things that you don't get to see, like the um, Native American village and the burning. Well, the log cabin's not burning anymore, right? No. It's, uh, right. They, they put that fire out. It's, but, um, it's now Mike Finn's Mike, Mike house. Finks, yeah. Mike, Mike Finn's, Finks, yeah. So you he, know, he refurbished it and has a couple yeah, of people living has, over there. He has a hot tub outside. <laughs> you know, wrong with a good burning? <laughs> wow. Okay. And with that. And with that. Thank you, Mary Jo. <laughs> Welcome to it, Salem. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Anyway, uh, a link to the thread will be in the show notes if anybody would like to read the uh, different attractions that are named, the reasons why. And if you'd like to uh, put your own attraction, please go to the thread and, and participate. Make awesome. Thank you, Mary Jo. Uh, thank you, team. Thank you, Nicole, for joining us. That is going to do Thanks, it for Nicole. this. That is going to do it for this. Thank segment. you. Oh, 
there you go. That is going to do it for this segment of the Disney Plug. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.